the Mel Gedroich podcast. Hey there, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about mm, knitting, barbershop, tattoos of saints on your calves, and outdoor games. If you like that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There will be more chat, plus some great songs thrown in for good measure. lovely harmonising there, Bush. Talking of lovely harmonising, let's harmonise the two of us. All right, you ready? Uh, actually, let's start again. What, what, um, what kind of note do you want to do? Something in, in, in an octave that I'll give you, I'll, vaguely resembles something. What about a G? A G. No, the same note. We we've went got it the same note. We are nearly there at the end. Oh, Bush, oh, we've got to work on that. We need to sort that out. If we're going to form the barbershop group... Yeah. As we've promised ourselves, yeah. A, we need some more people. Yep. And B, we need to uh, work on the harmonies. Well, we've spent an absolute shed load on straw hats and blazers. We need to make it work. <laughs> Did you like the King Singers? I used to love the King Singers. Do you, you're, maybe you're a little bit too young. I don't know who they are. They wore um, sort of harmonising tank tops <laughs> and they would appear on a Saturday night entertainment show. I forget which one it was. Probably in the 70s. Yeah. And every song they did... Uh, that's, that's what I'm talking about, Bush. I, they need to bring it back. It's a hell of a skill, isn't it, Barbershop? It's, it's, well, it's, it's on the increase. Is it now? It is on the increase. Wowee. It's one of my broad facts with uh, very little knowledge underneath, but a lot of veneer and embroidering on top. The Barbershops are back, apparently. They're back. They're big for summer 2017. Heard it here first. Summer 2017. <laughs> Uh, probably people's cats and dogs have gone crazy in the house after hearing that. I think we need some proper music now Let's to just basically distract people from our barbershop. Think of a name for our barbershop. That's your mission. I think I refer to them as the dire straits. In fact, they're just dire straits. That's fine. That's completely fine. Yeah? Yeah. My mum my used to call Coldplay Cold Start. It's just part <laughs> of being a mum, isn't it? Or the Inspiral Carpet. She called them the Spiral Staircases. <laughs> Amazing. God bless her. Cold start is very good. It's really good, isn't it? That's very good. A friend of a friend of mine thought that the Bob Marley track was No Woman, No Crime. Oh. Which is sweet, I love, I love people who go through life and, you know if, know, if they weren't corrected, they'd have just carried on thinking that, wouldn't they? Would you have the heart to correct somebody who thought that it was cold start for 30 years? No, I think beyond a certain point, just let them carry on believing it. Yeah. Yes. Right. A na- yeah, a neighbour of ours called my husband Gary. <laughs> his name isn't Gary remotely she called him Gary and we just thought do you know what we're just going to have to go with this now because it's too embarrassing to go back oh, this is so weird my friend Adrian my good friend Adrian has got exactly the same situation they've moved into a new area the neighbour next door has been calling him by the wrong name even to the point of sending a Christmas card wrong name what name do I think we know? they're calling him Simon <laughs> and, um, and it's not you know obviously that's not his name but they, he's gone beyond the point of being able to mention it now and it's just out of control oh man so where do you go? Where do you go with these things? You just go with. Now, have you thought of any names for our barbershop? We can't really have it as a duet. But we'll get some more people. We'll get... Um, How many more do we need? I think we need Astley. Get Astley on... Get you him go, involved. Look, go to the gents. Yeah. Why does this always end with me going to the magic <laughs> because, gents? Because that's where you meet other men here. Go to the gents and talk yeah. to Astley and ask him if he wants to become part of our... <laughs> I'll shuffle up alongside of him and see what it see what happens. Yeah. But and we, we need, we need a, name. a name. We, we do need, need a name, name. Bush, so have a, a little name. think. Okay. Have a little think. 
Right. We're going in, Bush. What is going in the pot? Going in. My sausagey fingers. You're cracking tan you've got going on after your, your little week you've had in Holland. No, Matt, we were there for we were only there for like three days. It was twenty-nine degrees. Who'd have thought Holland would be a place for a sun trap? I know, right? Good for you. Twenty-nine ruddy degrees. Uh oh good. That one song, Bush, that makes you want to pull your ears off. Right, can I just say straight off the bat here, uh, there's no uh, thinking about this, I know what it is. It's Disturbed's well. cover version of Sound of Silence. Oh. Sound of Silence, which is a lovely song by Simon and Garfunkel. This heavy metal band, inexplicably uh, called Disturbed, covered it with like a low, hello darkness, my old friend. And I get it requested all the time when I'm doing my normal day job. And it does me head in, I hate it. And do you have to play it because somebody's requested it? Yes. They make me play it. Oh, matey. So I get more resentful of it as well. Oh. So that would be the song that makes me... Want to pull your ears off. Yes. Yeah, now there's one at the moment. I'm embarrassed to say I don't know who it is, but I keep hearing it from the um, upstairs floor where my kids are. And oh, now, is it a current on. record? It's a current record. It's current a, record. It's a current release in the charts. Um, oh no! Oh, senior, very senior, uh, senior thing. Give happening. us a bit of singing of it. Uh, it's a sort of. It's one of those. <laughs> one of those. I'll have one of those, please. It sounds like one of those songs where I would say to my daughter, "You can't hear yourself think." Yes. Can't hear myself think. Yes, it's one of those, and I can't think who it is. Racket. Sounds like a racket. Oh. Whistle that tune, but you can't whistle that tune. It's I, not a good one. I, as well. Exactly, there's nothing to it. Yeah, it's um, oh, I know it's gone. They but do, it's that one. They do, do this thing mean? a lot. I mean, modern music at the moment, where they they kind of warp someone's voice, make them go like wow, we yes, <laughs> auto tune. Well, Cher started it off. She did, didn't she? Cher started off with do you believe in love everlasting? Well, that one, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> It's Mel G on Magic. Now, my favourite time of the show, Bush. Don't disappoint me, Bush, because I love this item. It's the red letter day. Don't disappoint me, Andy Bush, because it's my high favourite item. Mel, I really want to do a long car journey with you. I reckon it'd be a lot of fun. Never a dull moment. Did you, did you used to sit next to your sister and, and make up games and sing, sing things when you're on family yes. trips? I bet it was so much fun. Oh, what was your favourite in-car game with your sister? Oh, it was, um, oh, it was Count the Bridges. Count the Bridges, what Count a cracker that is. Or you had to pull a face every time you went under a bridge. Something, it was something with, with bridges. Mainly bridge-based. What, what, what do you do? We used to either count the yellow car, yes. spot the yellow car, or if there was a bit of dirt on the window... Move your head up and down and ma- imagine the dirt is jumping over bridges and fences in the uh, fields that are by the side of the car. That's a cracker. How good's that? I'm huh? going to try that. I've never done that. Other people who might be looking at you whilst you're driving is a bit weird, though. Just, just, just a warning. <laughs> Especially if you're the driver. Yes, exactly. Uh, now, Bush, listen back to Ruddy Business. It's June the 10th, 2017. We know that. But actually, what day is it? You're not going to believe this. What it's is it? World Knit in Public Day today. So don't nick behind closed doors. Knit outside where people can see you. It's unbelievable. Here's three amazing facts about knitting. Good. Uh, Knitting is thought to be older than crochet, but younger than weaving. Archaeologists have difficulty determining when knitting first appeared due to the unfortunate fact that knitted fabrics tend to decay with time. Oh, 
interesting. It's really hard to put a day on it. Chainmail is essentially knitted, or is it crocheted? There you go. This is the problem the archaeologists have got. Interesting. It's driving them crazy. So it's between crochet and weaving on the kind of timeline. Keep that in your mind. I've got it. I've written it down. Fact number two. Good. Again and again, studies have proved that knitting reduces blood pressure, decreases oh, heart rate, and yeah. has an innumerable benefits to mental health as a whole. Oh, like singing in a choir. Exactly. Keeps yeah, you calm. Totally. Uh, have, you done, have you done it, Bush? Have you I've, knitted? I've never knitted. I would love to, though, because it looks incredibly complicated. I think you'd like it. I don't understand why. Why is there certain types of knitting that has massive knitting needles? Why? I think it depends on the on the size of your wool. <laughs> really? On the thickness of your wool. I think if you use very <laughs> little tiny little yeah. needles, then you have very, 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 very thin skein of wool. Good skin. home economics knowledge from GCSE yeah. stroke O-level days Yes, there. thank you very much. Just add the O-levels in. Good. Fact number three, the first recorded knitting book published in 1611 was by Don Scheinbacher. The book contained 126 pages of needlework and colour work charts. I'm guessing it was Dutch because they were the producers of the fine cloth and uh, weavery, weren't they? They were indeed. I'm guessing he was Flemish. He was indeed Flemish. Good, thank you. And there you go, there's three amazing facts about knitting. Good. Oh, that was bush. That was good. It was tidy. It was precise. It gave me exactly what I wanted. Excellent. Lovely stuff. Mel G here on Magic. I have to ask you, Bush. How's your week been? Hey, Mel, my week has been good, thank you very much. Uh, we're back to normal after having half term. Of course. Kids yes, off school and yes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and obviously when kids are on half term, they get bored, don't they? Yeah. Bored. Yeah. I'm bored. Yes, and I've quite been quickly, actually. Very, very, within yeah. hours. Yes. Within hours. And I've had this problem with my daughter, Erin, uh, where she's been trying to get her off the Nintendo and outdoors. This right. is my big thing at the moment. So okay. I grew up in Devon. She's obviously grown up in London, so I want her to be more kind yes. of like countryside yeah, yeah. So when, when I was extolling the virtues of outdoor activities to her the other day, I was at a loss to create a good list of games you used to play Outside. outside. So okay, I thought, can, okay. can we just put together some games? Croquet. Sorry. Croquet. croquet. I know that's incredibly middle class of me. I love it. I wouldn't even know how to play it. Oh, croquet's a great game. You used I haven't to play played it? it for years. Oh, I'd love the idea of playing it. Yeah, a bit of croquet. What other stuff did you used to play outdoors with your mates when you were a kid? Um, Den. You used to play a bit of den, den. build a base. Yeah, sheer den, under the laurel bush, in the cul-de-sac. Were there rules on who was allowed in and who Absolutely. wasn't? Absolutely. Any boys or just no. no boys? I would have loved them to have come in, but sadly they didn't want to. Uh, oh, Mel. No boys wanted to approach my den. Um, <laughs> That's the title of the autobiography. I would say, uh, what else? What are you thinking? Are you thinking kind of water-based? Anything. I'm thinking like the game I used to play was 40-40 in. Do you remember that one? <gasps> Brilliant. Whole gang of you mm-hmm. until dawn till dusk, and then you run off. You run, one of you. One of you is the seeker. This is it. If you start explaining this to like, because like a seven yeah. year old is a real wise guy. Yeah. If you try to explain it to her, like what you do is you put your head against a lamppost, count to 40, and your mates run off. It's oh. a bit like, hold on a minute, what, what is this game? This is awful. But I want her to have a list of... I want to go through a list of great games. 40-40 is a brilliant game. Also, do you know mm-hmm. what we did the other day? Oh, my gosh, totally out of the blue. Yeah. Went round to see a friend. Um, she's got a very quiet road, and we uh, got a skipping rope out, oh, tied it. one end to the lamppost. Yes. And I was the, um, you know, winder of the thing. The, the twirler. The rope, yeah, the twirler. The ropesman. And the kids skipped. Oh, I don't even think people skip anymore, do they? People came out into the street, adults and children alike. It was like the pied, ruddy piper. <laughs> I love that. It was so fun. Bring right, back need more. skipping. Bring back the skipping rope. We need more. Let's have a think. 
Right, what about a hoop? I know that sounds Victorian. <laughs> what about a hoop, Bush? <laughs> How about the hoop? <laughs> Is she ready for the hoop? The hoop. Bring forth the hoop. Hoop and a stick. Oh, you mean hitting a, a hoop with a stick? Uh, well, or hula like hula. Yeah, hula's great. Hula's I... great. Roller skates. <gasps> I was never off my skates when I was a kid. I was on my roller skates. I always wanted, the whole time. always wanted roller skates, but I was just playing football the whole time, so never Footy, got around to it. Yeah, cricket, I would love to cricket? do it. No, she's not into no. any of that. Or maybe she'd be into French cricket. French cricket's great. We're trying to think of a list of brilliant outdoor games for my seven-year-old yeah, daughter to get her off the yeah. Nintendo and into the great outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what about some old-fashioned girl-style uh, song chanting? You know, like oranges and lemons? Yes, yes. Girls used to do these strange medieval schoolyard chants. You can do them outdoors, They're a bit you? ruder now. Are they? Some of the ones I've heard would be unrepeatable on this show. Right, we don't want to we don't want to be going down that route. Some one one why girls came back recently singing something about kissing boys in a tree. Right, we're not doing any of that. I saw diddlers kissing all that sort of stuff. Um <laughs> and there are some more rude ones. Um I'm just trying to think does she have a bike? Uh, she hasn't learned to ride it yet. That's another oh, big thing we've got to get sorted. That could be the challenge. Seven is quite a good age for that. It is, isn't it? I feel bad as a parent that we haven't got there yet. Oh, mate, it's fine. Come on, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, I need to get that sorted out. Yeah. I think skipping mm-hmm. French elastic is good. What, sorry? French elastic. What's French elastic? You basically get a length Sounds of... Sounds like a, a magazine. You get <laughs> you get a length of elastic, yeah. tie it up so you've got a big uh, you know circle of it. She goes in one end, her two feet, her pal goes in the other end, and then... Another person does all sorts of clever tricks. Oh, do you know what? I was going to ask you about that because I remember one game specifically where girls danced in and out of a web of intrigue. Uh, and it might be that. That might be the elastic band game. And you start with ankles, then you go calves, then knees, then thighs, then hips, then waist. So it gets harder and harder. It's really good. There were no complicated boys games when I was at school. Or, it was just kicking a ball football. around. Or just like punching each other. Yeah. Whereas girls, you need like a, a, an almanac, a handbook to be able yeah. to understand these Props. things. Props. You do need stuff. Props. Big time. Yeah. Lots of kit. I think she might like some of those. I'm going to try them out. Yeah, we've done well. I think we've done very well we've indeed. We've done extreme. We still haven't got a name for our barbershop group, but we will hopefully, get there. hopefully that'll happen. Come by ya, my lord. Come by ya. Come by ya, my lord. Come by ya. We do apologise. Uh, Mel and I never actually came up with a name for our barbershop quartet during the course of that show. Any ideas, Mel? Uh, right. I'm going to say it should be called Barbara Dixon. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to go there, but I'm glad you did. Or Barbara Windsor. Barbara Windsor sounds or pretty good. Or Barbara Streisand. It's like basically that. what I'm doing is inserting Barbara into the name Barbara. And there's nothing wrong with that. Something like that. Or just, no, do you know what? We just call our group Barbara. Barbara. That's great. It's a collective called Barbara and I like that. I like that a lot. Let's do some podcasting. Uh, Come on, man. Here. I'm ready to pod. All of these questions put into a pot by people in our office. Ah, oh, bless We you. don't know what's going to happen here when we unfurl this tiny scroll of paper. Come on. Uh, you have to get a celebrity's face tattooed on your leg. Oh. <sighs> Who's it going to be and why? You That's see, I, of course, question. I'd say Bowie, but I've got a feeling 
that there will be quite a few people that have got Bowie's face. I've seen the whole Aladdin saying, you know, the amazing red and blue lightning strike uh, on a fair few calves. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say no to Bowie, although you know I love him. You do, but you've got you've got Bowie, uh, you've got a Bowie badge and stuff as well. I mean, you don't need extra other stuff. And you gave me a lovely Bowie poster for my birthday. Thanks very much to oh. you, Maloney. Yeah, thank yes. you very much. Pleasure. So who's it going to be? The only thing is about having a face uh, tattooed on your uh, body is as you get older, everything moves south yeah. and the face would go with it. <laughs> be a bit depressing, wouldn't it? Unless you get like an old person tattooed on your body and then when your your things sag, then it's kind of no change. What do you mean your things sag? <laughs> what are you referring to, Bush? I'm just saying, you know... What do you mean, your things? Gravity and the passage of time. Yeah, but things, what do you mean? Your, calves? Your bits, your calves. Calves, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That kind of thing. I'm thinking. No, I'm going to think about this. How about you? I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to pass the buck. I'm going to go old person. I'm going Mother Teresa back of me calf. Oh, that's good. Old Mother Teresa. Yeah. That's sweet. Well, keeping with the theme, then Mm -hmm. I might have um, Saint Therese of Lisieux. Oh, cracking saint! Another Teresa. Yeah. A French one. Yeah. uh, Possibly on my forearm. Love that. Quite sweet. I love that. What's her kind of look? Is she kind of doing the? Hovering Jesus thing, or was she kind of? She was very into celebrating uh, the joy of the small things. Okay. Like, for example, pegging out your washing. Although she probably didn't have pegs, I think she was a medieval saint. <laughs> so yeah, the joy of small things, which I love. Oh, that's really good. Can I change my saint to your saint? Because I think I like that saint. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right, thanks. Oh, lovely. Mel on magic. Uh, it is uh, time for tell Mel. You can see the hardness creeping into the voice. That's like. <laughs> Coolness, the concrete quality of the voice. Uh, You can ask me anything, but don't expect a soft soaping reply. Hey Mel, it's Ed. I'm off to a create your own superhero event this weekend, and I need to make up a superhero to do with something green. Do you have any ideas? Super Ed, and just wear green. Next, please. Hi Mel, it's Gemma. I always clean my teeth in the shower and then chuck the toothbrush into the sink when I'm done. My other half thinks it's disgusting. Is it? Oh, Gemma, there are so many things to go through here. Brushing your teeth in the shower. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Does that mean the toothpaste spittle goes all over your feet or indeed into other places? And what is this chucking the toothbrush into the into the sink? How far is the sink from your shower, Gemma? I need more detail and then I will make up my mind. Next, please. Hey, Mel, it's Jay. Please, can you settle an ongoing family argument? What is the correct term for the thingy that you use to change TV channels? I've always called it a remote, Jay. Or a remote control, if you're feeling, you know, particularly pedantic. I would say a remote, or a remote control, with a rolled R, but never just say the control. That, my friend, leads to... Well, I'm not going to say what that leads to. It's a remote, Jay! Oh, thank you so much for taking part in our... Oh, we love it. It's our little podcast. We love it. Hear more stuff like that every Saturday lunchtime from one. Very much on magic. The Mel Gebroich Podcast.